Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what's going on? Just read an article that uh, after 30 days, the uh, the big telescope that they shot in outer space is now a million miles away from Earth. It is out there searching for intelligent life because they've yet to find any on our own planet. And now we bring in Sex Panther. A smooth transition. So with that, <laughs> with that, I want to give a shout out to one of our loyal listeners, uh, Mike Rose, pointing out that panther parlay hit again he even showed me his ticket following the panther and hitting the parlay so uh congrats mike rose on your hit and we'll try and come up with another winner today are you going to give mike your sofa <laughs> when he keeps playing panther parlays and he finds himself bankrupt <laughs> I mean, he does he, he doesn't he doesn't give me a shout out when i lose he just gives me a shout out when i win <laughs> uh that, that's a great contest let's see i was you know i'm the idiot that gives away free t-shirts if you lose everything, better betting Panther parlays. You can sleep on pe- Sex Panther's couch. Yeah. <laughs> Sex Panther reality experience. It is a comfy couch. Just say. <laughs> is that the couch in your rig? I mean, is is, he, is this person going to have to travel around the country with you? Because that sounds like an amazing reality TV show. Just traveling across the country with Panther sleeping on his couch in his rig. That could be fun. Who wants who wants, a, who wants who wants a road trip with Sex Panther? There you go. There you go. I know somebody uh, who does. Lots of women yeah, say no, yeah. please. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, honestly, if you download and listen to every single episode, I remember there was an episode with Panthers driving his truck down the street, and and there was like a hitchhiker that that's was trying the, to get in with him. That's the forgotten episode. <laughs> we don't talk about that one. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Don't listen to that one then. I, I, I'm that. realizing that Max has no idea what I was going to go for because he wasn't on the show those two days. So, okay, never mind. We'll just let that be. Sex Panther and his gas station attendant friend. Oh, I did hear that, though. Oh, yes. did you? Okay. I, I okay. Did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I listen. Listen. Uh, you know, when Panther's not on the show, he doesn't listen. In fact, I don't think he ever listens. Have you ever downloaded an episode, Panther? I, I do. Usually it's the Saxy Maxi episode. Because I because I I love his songs. He's so creative, and I I have to hear how much I fucked up for the previous five days. <laughs> then you tune out, like just like after the monologue on Letterman, you would just stop watching. <laughs> well, that then he and Max get into these bands that I've never heard of, and I'm like, I have no clue what they're talking about. They liked it before oh, it was cool, Panther. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Wait until this Sunday. We got a treat for you. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah they do. Oh boy. All right, Max, you sent me an article. It's sent you an article. It's kind of interesting. It's from uh, USA Today. Their their bet for the win segment section, whatever you call it. 
the 11 worst brain farts of the 2022 NFL playoffs so far. Yeah, now we're not going to go through each no. one because, I mean, the, the honorable mentions alone warrant their own separate list. Uh, but I thought it was an interesting topic, mostly because if you scroll down just a little bit more to the end of the uh, the this honorable mentions, Jimmy G botching a game clinching fourth and inches QB sneak by snapping the ball before Trent Williams can get set. I think that's top three. Yes, yes. I think that is that is absolutely one of the biggest brain farts. Now, some of here, some of them on here, like you know, uh, gay hit missing the uh, the forty seven yard field goal. Like, it's not a brain fart. That's just a fucking. That's just a, a shitty ass fucking play. This is like stupid. Mm-hmm. This could have cost him the fucking game if it weren't for, in my opinion, the absolute worst one. In my humble opinion, that Dak Prescott fucking QB uh, uh, draw play. Which that was number I one, believe, right? I think it's number one on this list. It's got to be number one on this list because that right there is a fireable offense for most there coaches. But for uh, Mike McCarthy, this is just you know old hat, right? I mean, this is just this is just how Mike McCarthy coaches. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, great, great. My favorite part is the center just trying to spot the ball himself. Five. There you go. Four. Three. Two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, the call. Oh. oh, my God. I don't know if the audio is piping in for, for, no, for those no, no, of them. Oh, but holy shit. That's oh my God. That was the worst. But I mean, the, the Jimmy Garoppolo to set this even up, to even allow for this to fucking happen mm-hmm. to me is top three. Um, uh, other mentions, let's scroll up to number two and three here. I totally agree with these. Uh, fucking 10 men on the field. For the Packers to block a game-winning field goal, ten men. Okay, that's a brain fart. And then number three, I, I love this one as well. Uh, this is Panthers' favorite, yeah, right? Yeah, covers it. cover zero blitz that isn't quite a cover zero blitz and leaves Cooper Cup wide fucking open. Uh, Might have been one of the biggest brain farts. Like this is goddamn ridiculous. Panther, where do you stand on the brain farts in the playoffs? Is this the biggest one for you? Well, I, look, this one really, really pains me because it's such a bad uh, because coaching Because you hate the call. Rams and you don't want me to have happiness <laughs> in life. Well, that, that, that does play a part. But I, I don't know how you get past the Dak Prescott thing because, again, it was a coaching call. The coaches made this call with no timeouts. Like, how the fuck do you make a quarterback draw with no timeouts? That I, I don't know how you can come up with something worse than that. That, that one just absolutely horrible. Yeah, if you're going to do it, you think you have to have two plays called, right? Just in case you can't spike it. Just because they had a second. If they, they snapped it, they snapped it with time, right? They could have mm-hmm. they could have done something. Mm-hmm. So it is well, a little and bit appara- And apparently the problem, it didn't work out because Dak bumped into the umpire as he's trying to get set. But the, the, the whole thing that makes this thing even better is the fact that Tony Romo is sitting here commenting on what a clusterfuck this is. And oh, wow. When Tony Romo's playoff success, I believe is well-documented. Oh, so he can't comment unless he's won playoff games. Well, you know, I did <laughs> remember that one time in Seattle where he bobbled the snap. Yeah. The yeah, field goal. yeah. But I mean, fuck, I mean, does Jim Nance get a right to talk about it? No, nobody cares what Jim Nance thinks. Guys, uh, Drew Brees has won a Super Bowl, and I don't want to hear him fucking talking a broadcast oh, ever again. Yes, yes. I'm just saying. I'll still, I'll still take him over Collinsworth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I they, 
you know, you can have you can have brain farts. Uh, uh, ten guys on the field, like who's the eleventh guy? How do you miss your assignment? You you know for seventeen, eighteen games that you're on the the field goal block kick, you know, blocking team, and you're not out there. Like that's not even coaching. That's on the fucking player. But I've got issues with some of these coaching calls, particularly that Tampa Bay zero coverage and this Dak Prescott one. Uh, these two really stand out to me as the the biggest crimes in these playoffs so far. Yeah. How about, how about you, Arch? I, I know what you feel on the Jimmy G, G one, but a, a, anyone else that kind of just sticks it was out? In the honorable it? mentions, let's go way back up to the top. I feel like the honorable mentions in this article were more relevant from brain farts. A lot of, I mean, you fumble the fucking ball. I mean, these two fumble the ball. Yeah. Like, they were trying to strip you. Yeah. These two plays both questioned. I was really questioning what was going on. The Bills' decision to punt on that fourth and one mm. against the Chiefs. And then, you know, it's a really oh, important third yeah. down. And the Chiefs decided to get ooh, so cute. Oh, just so, so fucking cute. And, and get my, take the ball out of Mahomes' hands. So fucking stupid. And run and that th- option. Toss in the squib kick, too, right? 13 seconds left. Oh, and, yeah, that's and, another you know, one. You, you, yeah. you throw that one in there, too. For, for, for the greatest game of the weekend, it definitely had its share of brain farts for sure. Um, uh, the, that I, I'm glad you bring up that 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 the the third and one because uh, th- was it third and one third and yeah let's say third and three here if there's third and one it, it was it was yeah it was insane that it's just like yeah yeah all right here's a tight end that's going to toss it to a running back four yards behind the line of scrimmage and yeah br- br- brilliant brilliant fucking move and, and they, they flashed over to the uh, bill's sidelines in the replay and they're screaming option 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 yeah, option yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't they didn't uh you know sneak that by anybody they've seen it before <laughs> it's all it's almost like the enemy had this in the playbook like we gotta we gotta run this play sometime this game oh this this is the spot right here like Sometimes you just gotta scratch shit off the list. Like, yeah, we're not gonna go with that. Yeah, I'm a GM, and I'm interviewing people. Like, if I'm interviewing the enemy, I'm like, explain that to me. Like, seriously, explain the logic behind this. I want, like, I I don't care the results. Explain the logic behind fucking doing this. Patrick Mahomes, who is being paid a billion dollars or half a billion dollars, whatever the fuck it is, best player in the fucking game, not named Aaron Donald. And you take the ball out of his hands. Brilliant, the enemy. Brilliant. I remember Phil saying, don't let Jordan touch the ball. <laughs> I mean, you know, give it to Scotty. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Scotty's got a migraine. Give it to him. You know, it's funny. Some of this, so a lot of these calls that we're talking about were coaching decisions. And a lot of these coaching decisions were made by coordinators. The enemy, Todd Bowles, Kellen Moore. If I'm the GM, I got that same question for all of them. Explain this fucking call. Yeah, with good reason. I think, although I do think, at least in Kansas City's case, if Andy Reid isn't calling the place, it's all going through him. He's got veto power. Right. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, just like McCarthy's got veto power, I'm sure, if he's not straight up calling the plays himself. Oh, he's calling the plays himself. There you go. That was was such a cute Mike McCarthy play right there. Yeah, I do have. uh, So, okay, we've mentioned the name a couple of times. Jimmy G has like three of them. he's He's the human embodiment of brain fart. Right. How do you how do you not look at Trey Lance this week and be like, man, like, be ready, be ready to get out there. Uh, You know, I I was reading an interesting article about Jimmy G. Apparently, he's I want to say that he's like nine and one or nine and oh in games. He doesn't throw a touchdown. 
that's so, so think of the Alex Smith, right? Yeah. Think of how Alex Smith's success. When, when the Niners win games, it's because Jimmy G is not losing them for him, mm. for them. He's not winning games. I don't know if this guy is capable of winning games outright. But when he doesn't lose the game for his team, I mean, they run the ball, they play their defense, and they do their fucking thing, and they win games. He doesn't throw a touchdown. They're 9-0 and or something like that. It's fucking unbelievable. Uh, what other quarterback yeah. can you say that about? <laughs> don't throw a touchdown this week, Jimmy. Please. Please don't do too much. That's what we're asking. We're paying you all these millions of dollars. Don't do a thing. No, okay, do a little bit more than that, but, but not too much. I think Panther's having delays. Because I'm, I'm screaming. You got anything? And then and he's not responding. Damn. You know, it, it really boggles my mind, though, that we haven't seen a, you know, a Trey Lance package at all coming from San Francisco mm-hmm. during the playoffs. Just, you know, five plays, six plays. Yeah, may, may, maybe they're holding out for this one. Maybe, you know, if there's one way to uh, frustrate the Rams defense, it's to run the ball on them. And the other way is to just throw something unexpected at them. Right. <laughs> the Rams. I'm serious. The Rams no. thrive at. You know, when they know what's going why did they uh, get the Tampa Bay so much? Well, they they knew Tom had to throw the ball. They yes. know TB12 has got to th- sell some shit. And we, well, we knew, and we knew we talked about this yesterday. They couldn't play action anymore because they were apparently they were just a little worried about Tom getting hit. So, yeah, you're right. The Rams, yeah. make, the improvisation is what gets the Rams a little bit messed up, doesn't it? I, I totally agree. Uh, so, uh, and, and to bring back that play action thing too is like, you have hard enough time blocking Aaron Donald one-on-one, two-on-one or whatever, but let's just open up this imaginary hole that we're going to have this running back who should be a blocker, like, run through, and Aaron Donald's like, oh, is that an invitation in? <laughs> Don't mind you. if I do. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, it's like inviting a vampire into your house. You're <laughs> fucked, you know? Right. Yeah, I was having some issues okay. there, but, but yeah, Jimmy G is, I mean, he's almost like the 49er version of like a Trent Dilfer or Joe Flacco. Just like, we just need you not to fuck up. Just go out there, take the snap, throw a screen pass to Debo Samuel, hand off to Mitchell. Just don't make any mistakes. And somehow he finds a way to still fucking make mistakes. I agree with you. I think Trey Lance being a, incorporated in some fashion this week, they're going to, I think they need to have some plays dialed up just to try and maybe keep that Rams defense uh, off balance. I don't know if they played like that all season. I don't think they have, but that what they dialed up against Tom Brady and those Buccaneers, I don't know how anybody plays, uh, goes against that defense and has any success if they play four, four full quarters. Uh, but man, the Rams were so impressive last week on defense. Yeah. And then they're going to have to rely on it again. That'll be fun to see. All right. Mm-hmm. Enough of this shit. Let's bring fart over to some advertisements. All right, let's talk about DGen gear. I think I mentioned it on the Saturday show, and it's worth mentioning again uh, until the 27th. So you got two more days. You can get 15% off of everything over at the DGen store. You want to celebrate Green Bay's loss? You can get your Green Bay Frauds uh, shirt. Uh, maybe last time you see Aaron Rodgers in a Green Bay Packers uh, uniform, but guess what? He'll still be the Frauders to us. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGEN shop, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, save 15%, and go full DGEN. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGEN's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. 
But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. We're over to the NBA. What do you got today, Max? Um, Nothing. No, I got two games. Uh, let's talk Charlotte at Toronto to kick things off. Uh, both teams looking to shake off losses, avoiding a two-game losing streak. Uh, Hornets, they currently sit at 7th in the East right now. And I think they're going to look to move up in order to avoid that play in game that they have now. Uh, Toronto, they bounce back after having a terrible start to the year. They're 500 and still kind of in the playoff hunt as well. Now, if you don't make the playoffs in the East Celtics, uh, you should be kicked out of the league. Uh, Charlotte just 13 and 14 on the road this year, but yeah, you look at Toronto's home record, not much better, just a uh, 12 and 12 at home, much like they're on the season record being 500. So you'd say neither team has an advantage in their home and away splits. But uh, Charlotte, I think, has the overall better performance, uh, especially on the road. Uh, 10th in the league in effective field goal percentage on the road. Third highest scoring team on the road this season. The one thing that you look at Toronto's advanced metrics that they do very well, and this is kind of important in this day and age, is they get extra scoring chances. They lead the league in that category. So what what the Charlotte Hornets have to do, um, avoid turnovers, which they're pretty good at, but more importantly is avoid the Raptors from getting offensive rebounds. You can get offensive rebounds against the Charlotte team, avoid the second chance points, and I think that they're going to win this game. Uh, so that's what I'm going to bet. I'm going to, you know, don't need the points here. I'm going to take the money line, $10 bet on the Bobcat Hornets. All right. Yeah, I, I agree with you here. The thing about the Raptors is they do they do play some really good defense, and they do have the advantage in the paint uh, with the rebounding. But the guard play, particularly Lamelo Ball, who's going to be the best player on the on the court, with a game that I view as a fifty fifty game, I get the best player and three and a half points. That's the side I'm going to go with. So let's put ten bucks on the Hornets as well. Good news for you. It's uh, yeah, it was four right before we started the show. Now it's three and a half. So. You know what that means? Vegas agrees. Vegas Yeah, that's right. Vegas agrees. That's it. right. All right. I'm leaning uh, Charlotte in this one. Couldn't quite get there, so no kiss of death. Oh, bummer. 
Kids oh, best in basketball is actually pretty good. Uh, Lakers, Brooklyn. Let's talk this one. This is an interesting one. Uh, Nets are back home, which means no Kyrie. No Kyrie. Womp. Uh, already without uh, uh, Kevin Durant either. He's going to miss some significant time. I think it's a strained MCL is what mm-hmm. they're saying. So he's, he's going to miss a couple months, I think. Um, so the question is, can Jimmy James Harden do this all on his own against his Lakers team? Huh? Yeah, it's possible, right? Uh, <laughs> LA just... Um, just not a very consistent team. This is a third game, a road game in a row. Uh, the rumors around the job security of Frank Vogel that continues to swirl, the the roster movement, uh, who's going to be on this team by the trade deadline. That those rumors continue to swirl. So either this term, uh, this team is on a you know on the verge of a collapse, or they're going to win the title this year. One or the other. Uh, LA just eight and twelve on the road this season, bottom half of the league when it comes to effective field goal percentage uh, on the road. They average three points less per game. And, uh, man, one of the things that the Lakers used to do so well was play defense. Currently ranked 27th in the league in overall defense. Uh, I get that the Nets are missing their two, you know, two of their star players, but uh, if you look at their rosters overall against each other, I like the Nets roster better than I like the Lakers roster. They're at home. They're getting points. This seems like a Brooklyn play to me. I'm just not going to take the points. $10 money line bet on Brooklyn. You know, they're knocking on the door of Anthony Davis coming back. But the, the one guy, the outlier here is Westbrook. Uh, they benched him. Now I think they, they're flirting with just bringing him in uh, as the second unit, which might be better from a team concept. And Russell Westbrook's saying all the right stuff. But the one thing I'll point out, at least from the show perspective, Max and I don't agree on a lot. But when it came to Westbrook being added to the Lakers, we wholeheartedly agreed this was going to be a dumpster fire. And I'm jumping with joy watching the Lakers just blow up inside. Fogel will probably take the downfall because, you know, LeBron calls all the shots. But I just hate this Laker team right now. Even if Davis is back, I still don't like this team. I don't like Brooklyn without all their stars together, uh, particularly not having Kyrie tonight. But uh, I just couldn't get to a side here. I'm going to lean Brooklyn, but this one was just too close to call. Ah, well, this is one I am on. Uh, Brooklyn, we're still looking. It was open. <laughs> it was three and a half. It looks like I still get that three and a half. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I want that three and a half points for sure. This looks to be a really, really close game. I think Brooklyn can outright win. So I like your money line play, but I'm a chicken shit. So I'm taking the points. I love it. Do I have to stop on the way to work to place this bet for you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Got, you, I, yeah, we're okay with that. Yeah, got it. <laughs> Uh, those are the only two games I'm on in the NBA. Panther, um, what else you got? I got two more. Let's take a look at San Antonio going to Houston. This Spurs team, I, I don't like this team, but I do love DeJounte Murray, who's just carrying this team on his back, going against a Houston team that just seems like they're finding some rhythm. Even when they lose games, they're in there. They're competitive. Now they're at home, and they're catching three and a half points. I think that's the right side to be. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on the missiles. My uh, betting on or against the Spurs has been well documented. I think there was like a question on Twitter of, you know, uh, which which team should you never bet on again? Uh, I know Panther, Panther's got the uh, the Bucks on his list. Uh, I think the Spurs might be on my list as well. I love Houston in this one. I just did not want to tempt the fates of, of the San Antonio gods here. Uh, and plus you get that whole uh, Rockets being on that long road trip. Coming home. Ugh. Four days. They haven't played in four days. Yeah, okay. I guess so. Maybe they've uh, taken, taken all their shit and, and, and taken care of it. So 
maybe. I, I'm going to lean Houston with you, some moral support. Uh, couldn't get, get to the implied probability for the uh, money line, though. It's close. I, I only got San Antonio winning by two points, so I think it's a very close game. Um, lean on Houston. No, I'm with you, Panther, 100%. I like this play, uh, and I want a piece of it, too. I think I do think Houston is a real threat to San Antonio to win this game outright, even if it is you know home after a long road trip. They, they got their penicillin. They, t- they told their, their girlfriends they need to take penicillin, too, after the long road trip. I'm going to put 10 bucks on Houston. I think we can still get four and a half. Yes, we can. There it is. Oh, nice. I was getting this at three and a half, mm-hmm. so I love the four and a half. One more game for me. Let's take a look at the Sacramento Kings going to rip the Band-Aid off of the Boston Celtics. This Sacramento team, man, I, they're just so frustrating. You, you think they're starting to you know, get over the hurdle, and then they turn around and lose two in a row. And Boston, I, like, I don't know what to make of this Boston team. We, we've got Brown. We've got Tatum. we got Smart. Smart's still out, right? Max is smart still. I think smart's still out. But they're they're just not clicking on all cylinders. A team I don't trust, and I certainly don't trust them with an eight and a half point line. So I'm gonna put ten bucks on the Kings to lose by less than eight and a half. <laughs> uh smart's not out. No, smart smart is back. So uh they'll they'll have their three best players on the court. Um, but I agree with you. It's it's just way too many points here for uh Boston. Uh they were playing some really good basketball at home and then lost by nine to Charlotte, lost by four to Portland, right? So there's just the model of inconsistency. I just I don't know what to think about them. Um I, I'm I'm much happier when Jalen Brown is the alpha on this team and just takes control and and you know uh, Tatum kind of fades to be the the Scottie Pippen type role. Uh, it just doesn't happen very often. So um, I think if if the Celtics want to get right, they need to figure out that rotation and who's going to be the guy that that's going to lead this team. And uh, I I expect them to make some trades very very soon uh, for this game. Yeah, way too many points here. A lean on the Kings. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Kings with you. It feels like too many points. This is the one that I couldn't quite couldn't quite get over the hump, so yeah, it just ends up being a lean for me. All right, that's all I've got for the association. That's all you got. I'm gonna look at one more. <laughs> Dallas is going to Golden State. Uh, I like Dallas in this one, plus three or plus three and a half. I'm still getting, so I'm gonna put ten bucks on the Mavericks to shock the world. Man, I I should money line this one. Honestly, I, I got this as a 102-102 game, mm. deadlocked here. So you know, it, it should probably trigger a bet here. Uh, Clay Thompson, he's he's injured, and there's a lot of questions about you know. And, and Panther, you bring this up all the time, so I want to hear your perspective. Of, you know, when when you have a player that's missed a significant amount of time, and you try to get him back into that lineup, there's that transition period. It it kind of seems like the Warriors are trying to fit Clay Thompson back into things at times, and then of course uh, Steph. Curry you know, had a horrible shooting night the other night, um, uh, just terrible from from three point land. I I think this is an opportunity for the Mavericks to get an upset here. So uh, yeah, moral support lean on Dallas. All right. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Clay Thompson probably would have been better suited just to have a, some reduced minutes, maybe anchor that second unit a little bit and leave Jordan Poole in the starting lineup. He'd been playing very, very well, but not only are without Clay, they still continue to be without Draymond. And I just think that makes them a little thin. They lack that depth in the second unit. I liked the Warriors regardless, but three points, I wasn't there. So I'm just going to lean Golden State. All right. Sounds good. We are shooting over to the ice. 
yeah not a lot that i like today in fact the only game i'm betting on by the time let me let me look at this line right now can you scroll to that florida line okay i think i can still get it at at what i need it to be um I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Florida Panthers today. Uh, Jets they've lost four games in a row, but Florida lost to the Kraken, and somehow that seems a lot worse. Uh, this is Florida's fifth straight road game. Uh, one more road game, and they enter into the New York Islanders territory for the season of <laughs> road games, uh, consecutive road games. Panthers they have not found as much success on the road as they have at home. Um, nearly unbe- unbeatable <laughs> at home, and if they could find a way to win some games on the road, I think that they would be the favorite to win the Stanley cup this year, uh, Winnipeg, they're returning home after a very long road trip themselves. Um, you almost have to feel bad for the jets. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> who they've had to play. They were on the road. They had to face Washington, Nashville, Boston, Pittsburgh. And now it's like, ah, oh, thank God we come home and you host the fucking Florida Panthers. Uh, this is the only game where the implied probability it has it where I can bet a team and it's razor fucking thin. 150 minus 155 is pretty much as much as I can go here. So this is what I'm going to do is a $10 bet on the Florida Panthers. Yeah, I, I couldn't eat the chalk on the Panthers and I didn't think I was getting enough value on the Jets. You're right. This whole hockey slate is really, really rough. I think the Panthers win, but I was looking at just, just the slightest of value on the Jets. I'll lean the Jets, but I really don't like this game. Yeah, this is a tough one to call. If you pay one cent over the minus fifty-five, minus one fifty-five, I think you're fucked. But I, t- I tell yeah. you, like I'm, I'm squinting. Yeah, harsh. like I, can, I think the implied probability is sixty point seven eight, and I have it at sixty point four three. Like I, I, I'm not even rounding. I'm rounding oh. down and rounding up at the same time. I, it's the only game I was close. Those stretch bets, man. Those stretch bets. They always go well for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you got, Panther? Uh, I got two, and I don't even know if I can stretch this far. I'm I'm way beyond the boundaries of reality, but the, these are the only two plays I came up with. Let's take a look at Vegas on the second game of a back-to-back, going to Carolina. I didn't like Vegas yesterday. They got the win, so that just gives me all the more reason to not like Vegas again today. I just hate this chalk, so much chalk for Carolina. But they are dominant at home. I'm going to eat it and put 10 bucks. Gotcha. Minus 175 on Carolina. The interesting thing is now that I'm looking at this, I probably should be betting Vegas here. Uh, I think the 64% implied probability tad bit too much for Carolina, even with their home dominance and Vegas on a back-to-back. Um, I got them more at like 53%, 54%. Whoa, really? Whoa. So, yeah, Whoa. It's, it's pretty it's pretty low with Vegas, um, uh, the way that they, that they can come in and, and play when they're playing at the best of their game. Uh, I think that was kind of uh, the apprehension here, back-to-back and all that. So, uh, I'll link Carolina to win, but with that plus line, I I wouldn't hate the Vegas play. Yeah, when Panther bet on Carolina, so it pretty much makes Vegas a lock. It's pretty much true. It's pretty much true. Let's try one more. Let's look at the Flyers going to the Islanders. The Islanders are really starting to play like we've seen over the last couple years. They got that healthy road trip out of the way, and they seem to have found their rhythm. The Flyers, my God. I don't know if they can play any worse. This team can't stop scoring, can't score. I'm going to eat a shit ton of chalk, but I think it's actually worth it here. Ten, Actually, let's bump it up to 20 bucks because that chalk's so bad. 20 bucks on the Islanders. 
Oh man, like I I couldn't get to the implied probability at minus one eighty nine, and now it's minus two twenty two thirty five. I I think that's a lot you're paying for the Islanders here. Uh, I have them winning. I so I'll agree with you. Some moral support here. I just think it's 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 a lot. Um, they. Jeez, what is this? Sixty-eight percent. Yeah, right. At minus two fifteen. Yeah, yeah sixty-eight and change. Sixty-eight. That, uh, yeah, that's Vegas agreeing because I had it like you. I had it at one ninety an hour ago. Okay, <laughs> I'll lean the Islanders. I think you're absolutely right. The Islanders do win. It's just you know you're you are a little exposed on this one. You better pray. You better you better get down and pray to whatever god you believe in. Maybe it's a check with Iceberg or somebody and do the alternate run uh, puck line here. <laughs> Maybe that's all i got for the ice all right we've got a few comments here uh iceberg likes the kings plus nine Mm -hmm. i'm a chicken shit too (laughs) dallas is hot plus three seems great Mm -hmm. thank you very much ottawa senators money line Ooh, uh yeah yeah they'll they'll win it's it's had been too much to pay for them though what was you were off the top of your head i I saw it minus 180 Mm. uh against the sabers I, I I had this, oh, I don't know, like 150-ish I'd, hmm. I'd pay for Ottawa. Okay, that, that's a, that's fair. Then, you know, 150. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here goes my chicken shit. Vancouver plus one and a half. <laughs> I, I, I don't hate it. Uh, that's actually a pretty close game. Uh, Ed, Ed, Edmonton, I don't trust them one bit. Uh, and and yeah, I tell you, man, the, uh, that's that's a, uh, a very trappish line. Uh, the money hammering Edmonton line getting so much better for them. I think Vancouver is absolutely the play. Oh, there you go. Uh, a, lot, a last comment. I like Florida. Good play. I think you should hit that one. There you go. Little, Thank you. Little Thank that you. boy. Great. All right. So we talked about the NBA. We talked about brain farts. And we talked about the NHL, Max. That is it. That is it. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS and let us know anything about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please, highest rating, come subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. And now for the part that you've been waiting for, Panther takes us home with his Panther parlay. It's time for an all-basketball parlay. Loving those plus lines today. Let's go with the Charlotte Hornets, the Houston Rockets, and the Sacramento Kings. Put those three together. That's your Panther Parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Give us a shout-out by name. We will give you a holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.